Hey yo, if you don't know, now you know. They don't know how we die, how we roll. We alive, got the glow. Look inside, in my soul, see the light. They don't know how we die, how we roll. We alive, got the glow. Look inside, in my soul. What's up, fam? This is Scott Smith. Welcome back to the Time Is Right podcast. It's the podcast where we go back in time to discuss things that happen in the right community. And today we're going all the way back to May 2022. The exact dates are May 27th through May 28th. Uh, it was a weekend in a place called Atlanta, and we did a thing called Holy Smoke Fest. Um, and I got a couple people that were a part of this whole experience, and they are here to tell the story of what God was doing, how this whole thing came to pass, and the impact it had on us and other people that were there. Um, second time on the podcast, because technically he was on the Good Soil episode, uh, Abel is in the room. What's up, Abel? Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? Uh honored to be back i love this podcast i love the the whole heart behind it so and holy smoke was an incredible time so i'm looking forward to speaking about it but if you don't know i am an artist and i love jesus i love music that's all we need to know hey Hey. welcome back abel it's good to have you back on the pod first time on the pod but certainly not his last hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah um Give it up for Rick Harmony, y'all. What's up? What's good? What's good? Name's Rick Harmony uh, from the city of Atlantic City. Uh, moved out to Northwest Philly about six years ago and been a Philly boy ever since. That's facts. Yeah, Rick Rick has been a part Philly. of Ripe since its inception. Um, before Ripe Creatives as a ministry even existed, back whenever it was really just a collective and a uh, media production company, Ripe Creation. Um, if you've ever checked out our other podcast coming at Ripe, you would hear a lot of that story um, about Ripe Creation, and and really all of our origin stories are on that uh, old <clears throat> podcast. But it's great to have you over here on Time Is Ripe. Yeah, Rick was actually the second ever person approached to be a part of Ripe. Yes. So he's the very, the very, very beginning. <laughs> like yes. two thousand, two thousand eighteen, eighteen, no, no, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, seventeen. Sixteen was the first time I ever came to the project. Okay, so, so seventeen. Was, yeah. Sixteen yeah. was the beginning of a conversation. When it actually happened, it was like end of twenty seventeen. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> well, I'm excited for both of you to be here. Um, we sound super serious, but we've spent about 20 minutes off pod before we got going uh, laughing. So you never know what's <laughs> going to happen on episodes that involve the three of us, uh, but it should be a lot of fun. Um, so today's episode, like I said, we're going back in time to May 27th through 28th, 2022. Um, you know, it's leading up to summer and uh, there's a bunch of guys down in Atlanta area, Middle Tennessee area um, that have this thing called Indie Tribe and they threw... Uh, a festival called Holy Smoke Fest, which is probably one of, if not the best, uh, Christian hip hop festivals in the country. Yep. And uh, but it, this weekend doubled as something really, really special because it was about a week and a half before you got married, Rick. Yes. Uh, so this was actually your bachelor party weekend, which ironically, our original episode on coming in right, uh, our comedic podcast that we no longer do was about your bachelor party, Aaron. So it's kind of fun to be on a podcast together. Yeah, like I wasn't full there. Circle. I wasn't yeah. on that episode. Yeah, so it's kind of funny to be on a on another bachelor party uh, episode. Apparently, uh, a lot happens around bachelor parties in our community. Um, but to just kind of set the stage for the weekend, on Friday during the middle of the afternoon, there was a basketball game 
uh, between you know Team Indie Tribe, Team Reach Records. I don't know if it actually you know really made a whole lot of sense who was on which team or if they were recruiting ringers or something. Um, but they played basketball on Friday night. Abel, you got to be in a cipher Saturday night. No Friday. Friday night. Friday night. Friday night. Friday night. Was after we got there Thursday. basketball. No, we got there Wednesday night. Oh, we got there Wednesday. Night. I was in Houston yeah. while you guys were in Atlanta. I'm sorry, you're right. Friday night. Friday was night the was the actual cipher, and then yeah. Saturday was the actual festival where you guys got to do yes part of the super set. Yes, yeah. Um, so that's just to kind of give like frame of reference. We're talking about a Friday through Saturday in Atlanta. I mean, I'm sure you can talk about Wednesday or Thursday if you want to, but yeah, Th- Thursday was their first day of programming. But it, yeah. it's not. We don't really have to go over that. It was cool, but Friday, Saturday is like the meat and potatoes. What was cool about it is that we got to meet a lot of people that we haven't yes. like met in person exactly. on social media. So exactly. like a lot of our social media friends, group texts, like from the Telegram. Clubhouse crew. Yeah, a lot of people from Clubhouse. Yeah. Like we got to meet them all in person. So I met like three fifty for the first time. Yeah. I met. You're on a song with him, right? Yes, I am. That's what's up. I am. Finally. Probably. We have to do another one. But yeah, I am on a song with him. But it's, it was cool because you know all these people. You, you've been liking their posts. You guys have been DMing. But you're finally meeting them in person. It just makes that connection more real. You know what I mean? So Oh, for sure. It was dope. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. So let's give a little bit of context before we like go into the specifics of the three days. Um, like, how did you guys get there? Indie Tribe concept, context. Like... I know I know this stuff, but I would love for you to share, Rick, because a lot of this centers around your relationships growing up and how those things have expounded since. So how did you guys end up at Holy Smoke? So on my behalf, uh, really just trying to find a date for my bachelor party. Originally, we were going to go to uh, Wyoming. Oh, yeah. Originally, we were, we were going to go to Wyoming, and then... Michael threw out an idea. He's like, hey, if the other groomsmen can't make it, let's just make it holy smoke. I'll throw you up on stage. You could do bands and checks. So, yeah, uh, he just invited me out to do a song. And then I suggested, I'm like, yo, you're actually on this song. And Aaron's going to be there as well. Like, why don't we do They Don't Know? And then Mm -hmm. that's how that came about. Yeah, made sense. Yeah, can we, just for context, because you know, the, a lot of the people who <clears throat> listen to this podcast are people who support Ripe Creatives. Yeah, and they are giving to support the ministry that we do. And I would say probably ninety percent of them, if not ninety-eight percent of them, have no idea who Michael is. Hey, yo, so they don't know. So they maybe you know. should give a little bit of context for who Michael is first. All who right. is Michael? Yeah. So How did Rick you guys... speak on that first. Yeah, Michael is this rowdy, rambunctious kid that I met. When I was 16 and he was 12, nah, he was he was older than that. He was like, <laughs> maybe if I was 16, he had to, oh no, he had to be like 12, 12 yeah. or 13. Yeah, at least four years, yeah. five years older than 12 him. or 13. Um, so we grew up in youth groups together. <clears throat> uh, I got saved at 16. He got saved around the same time that I got saved. Uh, so we went to youth group out in Egg Harbor City, New Jersey. Uh, shout out to Brian Howard. That was our youth pastor. Yes, sir. Uh, he stuck the it out with boat. us. The yeah. boat boy. <laughs> That's the guy from my bachelor party lent us a boat to go on the water. Full circle. So, shout out shout out to Brian for sticking it through with myself and Michael. We were some young knuckleheads, but man. Still knuckleheads, just not young anymore. Right. Old knuckleheads. <laughs> Old knuckleheads. Gray, no. gray knuckles. Ashy gray knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Bruised, beaten, wrinkled knuckles. knuckles. 
but to shorten this up a little bit, uh, I'll just fast forward. Um, stayed consistent. Um, Michael had an opportunity to move to New York, did some things with a ministry called God Belongs in My City, uh, served with them. Uh, then uh, due to some situation, he had to move to Atlanta, Georgia, uh, which was a blessing in disguise because he did not want to move to Atlanta. Like he lo- he wanted to stay in New York, be in New York. Like that's what he loves. <laughs> and then yeah, that's um, crazy. That's crazy. Actually, God like switched it up on him. He went to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, got to link up with a dude named R. Swift. R. Swift really like took him under his wing, uh, discipled him, and showed him the ropes of like the music industry. And now this man is like DJing for No Big Deal and Lecrae. So yep. crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Two two of the biggest Christian hip hop artists in the space. Um, Michael yeah. is their DJ, and then I don't remember exactly when, but Michael joined Indie Tribe, which is a collective like, of like two years ago now. Yeah, about two years artists. ago. Two years ago. Yeah. So Indie Tribe has always had no big deal in it. Always no big deal. So but they, one up but they recently... And Mowgli. Mowgli and No Big Deal right. were the main artists on Indie Tribe. Um, and then they brought on John Keith and DJ Michael V. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so Indie Tribe kind of made a lot of noise. I mean, all of them made a lot of noise individually before they came together. But there was a level of like kind of, you know, Captain America. It was or like Captain the Avengers. Planet. It was like the Avengers assembling. Yeah. I was gonna go like, Captain Planet. Like Endgame. It's a great. You know when Cap- Captain America got that that hammer, it was like that. It's <laughs> exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, but they are, you know, I'm totally a fanboy of No Big Deal. I'm not ashamed to say it. He's my favorite artist. Um, so yeah, John Keith is fantastic. Michael, obviously, um, Mowgli, the whole crew, very very talented. And when they released um, Holy Smoke, the mixtape, right? Yeah, well, the, that's not what it's... It was a song on their first album, Upper Hand. Their first album was Upper Hand. Upper Hand, right. Yeah. Holy Smoke was a song on it. And, and No that, Big Deals is lowercase. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, this is how tired yeah. I am right now. So, the, so Holy Smoke, the one we went to was the second iteration of that festival. Right, they did it in 2021. They did it, yes. That was the second they time they put that festival on. Yeah. And, yeah, so either way, they... Yeah, I mean, there was just a lot of buzz around this entire festival. Um, and so, you know, I think it was really cool for you guys to get the invitation um, really through your relationship with Michael, right? Like you and Michael grew up together, yeah. stayed connected. He's been one of your best friends. And I always appreciated this about Rick, um, maybe more than anybody else. Rick has been one of those people that if he's friends with somebody and he's friends with you, you're now friends with his friends. Like, he doesn't hoard relationships. He always opens doors for the people that he knows to get to know the other people that he knows. Yeah. Like, And that's the way I carry myself, too, like, with networking. Yeah. Um, but I've I've really appreciated that about you, where, like, my, when Michael comes to town, like, all of us, as your friends, hang out with Michael because he's your friend. And it's not, like, this weird thing. Right. It's just a natural flow of who you are. And so, you, Aaron, you and Michael kind of got connected even on your own tip a little bit yeah. because of, you know, Rick introducing you guys. Yeah, it started with bringing Michael around. I met Michael a few years ago. Uh, he used to come to the the mass because me and Rick used to live <laughs> together. Um, we were roommates at one point. Uh, but Michael, he, he's one of those people, like, he never, Michael never made me feel like, you know, like he was a celebrity or you know what I'm saying? Like 
even though like obviously you know he might not consider himself a celebrity like he's definitely someone who is more known and has a following but he never i don't feel like i feel like he doesn't make people feel that way you know what i'm saying i think he's very good at like including you you know making you feel seen and and you know trying to like you know love the people that are around him so that's something that i i told him that recently i was like you know i appreciate how much you you know interact with me like on on a level that was just, you're just you know what i'm saying like and just your brother not not trying to have hold any sort of status over people and that's always been his personality too yeah, like he, he always wants to elevate people like he wants to bring people up like he don't want to just keep the platform for himself like he's always been willing to share it with people so yeah, yeah. i definitely appreciate that about him so the the simple answer for this is i i did i did a king jesus rap challenge that was uh kb has a song with no big deal called king jesus and they did a rap challenge, and um, I decided to be a part of it and post it on my Instagram. And KB shared it on his Instagram. And when when Michael saw that, I think it kind of like validated, like, oh, KB likes this. That's dope. Let's let's get him on the cipher. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I feel like it it gave me that level of like, um, it it opened a door. I put it that way. At least that's how I remember Michael explaining it to me. So um, they have this cipher where they, they gather probably like five artists. I forgot how many there were. There was like nine. There was like eight, eight or nine. Yeah, there was a good amount of artists. But they <laughs> have a cipher. A it's a part of their like VIP um, party that uh, in the evening. And um, he this asked This was me, after the basketball game? After the basketball yeah. games at nighttime. Uh, it was, yeah. So it was, you know, just just to give context, like this year... I kind of felt like, you know, I had a sense that God was going to do some things this year that were going to feel like, feel and look like real progression, you know, real steps forward, you know, and I had some disappointments, you know, um, when, when Rapzilla was coming out with their freshman list and everything, like I, I felt like I should have been a part of that. You know, I later learned that, you know, I thought they, they thought I was ineligible, but that's another story, but you know, it was coming off the back of, of like feeling like I couldn't be, you know, like like these things weren't happening. I started to see God open doors and and provide opportunities where, you know, I'm only there because of, I feel like because God, you know what I'm saying? Because he is leading and, and directing my steps, you know? So mm -hmm. that's what this was for me. Like it was, of course it was dope to rap in front of all those people, but like going up to, Going up until the moment, right when I got off the of stage, I couldn't help but feel overwhelmed by God's goodness. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. feeling like I don't deserve this. You know what I'm saying? But like, look what God can do. Much more than my efforts. You know what I'm saying? He can put me in this position. You know, so. It was out, it was out of the overflow that night. Yeah, man. Cut that was filled. a special. That was a special night. Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of playing the entire weekend back. Because I know on my end, like, you guys were already in Atlanta for a couple of days. And I was in Houston for, like, Voices in Power and Juan Poetry with Lewis and uh, Mike yeah. doing spoken word stuff in Houston, which was just kind of crazy how that lined up. And I know this is, like, a very small, almost kind of ancillary story, but what was so interesting to me, because I think if there's, like, a word... For Holy Smoke, it was like connectivity and connections, relationships. Yes. yes. You guys felt that? For me, it was a part of Holy Smoke and Houston. So whenever I was in Houston, it was super random. But in 
May, May we did God in the City conference in Philadelphia. Loso was in town from Tampa, Florida. Yep. Loso is a battle rapper, as a poet, as a lyricist. Love Saga, met Saga in New York years ago. Shout um, out somebody Horseman. I followed his entire, yeah, his entire indie tribe, Four Horsemen. Uh, you know, they could they could make a collaboration. We got all, we got all the horses, all the horses, all the know? horses in town, all in the stable, all in the stable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crack me up. But but I've been a fan of Loso for a long time, and then we're on a conference together. It's that's a whole other story about God. You know, kind of showing up and providing for you in ways, Aaron. But I met Loso at um, at at the conference in Philly. And I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about stuff. He's like, yo, like, because I performed on the conference in Philly. He's like, do you have any gigs coming up? I was like, actually, I'll be in Houston next week. He said, really? I'm in Houston next week. And I said, where are you going to be? And we started looking at each other's flyers on the same day at the same time we were performing at two different events in Houston. That's crazy. And it was weird because then I was like, oh, man, I'll only be there a couple of days and then I'm going to Atlanta. He said... You going to Atlanta? I said, yeah, for Holy Smoke Fest. He said, I'm playing on the basketball game. <laughs> you know? I remember so, real quick. I remember we picked up Loso and he, at, he the got into the, at the airport. He got into the car and he and then I and I was like, oh, what up, bro? And he was like, oh, what up, bro? Right. And then he and then like three or four minutes go by and then he looks at me again. He's like, oh, Abel, <laughs> I didn't know that was you, bro. Because like, I thought he was just being a little standoffish or he didn't remember me. <laughs> he had no idea it was me. It was hilarious. And then he, we, was we like, he was, like, he was like, yo, I just seen your man Scott in Houston. <laughs> Dude, it was so random because we ended up linking up in Houston just because we're in the same city on the same day. We have no relationship like other than the God in the city yeah. and like a couple DMs or whatever. And we're in Houston like, yo, we're two Christian poets in the same city. We should probably meet. You yeah. know, so like we had no reason to be in, be in each other's space. We yeah. just kind of made it happen. A Ward was there. A Ward was there too. Yeah, so we got to get A-Ward. coffee together and He's just dope. hang out and talk. And they were both awesome. Loso is just a shout out. Loso. He's another one similar to Michael yes. that never made me feel like I was lower than him. Like he just love the love that he gives and like. He just so you could tell like he's genuine. Yeah. I think that's the word. He's genuine yeah. and sincere. You know, we got breakfast with him in yeah. Atlanta, and he's just like he was dope to be around, man. Like yeah. I, I really enjoy spending time with him. He a real yeah. one, a real one for sure. Yeah, and he came. I was just with him in Philly, like oh, you recently seen him? at Post and Autumn. I wanted to go, but yeah, I pulled up late. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, be I would love to go. Them that. tickets expensive. I had another event before, and they sold out. <laughs> yeah, they did. You went to that, Scott? Yeah. I didn't know you went to that. Well, I was at the other festival. <laughs> it sounds like we do a lot of things. We're not this busy normally, but that day was the Philly Arts Music Festival. It was the same day as PIA Tour. So we went to the Philly Music and Arts Festival with Lewis again, ironically. And then I went to the PIA Tour after. D- didn't I see you that morning too for some? Yeah. For what? I don't remember. So you hung out with Loso after? Yeah. Well, just like briefly. Dar mm. was exhausted. Yeah. But either way, that was my my story coming into the weekend was I was just with Loso in Houston. Now Loso's here again. And it was just kind of a thing where it was like a lot of these relationships that were virtual relationships were becoming uh, more realized, you know? Yeah. And after the basketball game, I remember, I mean, I, I was starting to feel a little bit under the weather. I got really sick the next day. But we went to the... Uh, 
to the cypher thing that night me a couple other people met up with you guys because i didn't really spend the whole weekend with y'all because you guys were on like the whole artist tip like you were staying where you guys had to stay being where you needed to be yeah we were staying with michael primarily because of the bachelor bachelor weekend so wherever michael went we just followed yeah and we he, he was driving us around and everything too so yeah but i remember getting to the cypher and from my perspective i mean it was just really really dope like it was a friday night in atlanta packed packed can i compare it to a movie yeah go ahead that joint was a similar for all the listeners listening if y'all ever watched eight mile it was exactly like that yeah that's uh... (laughs) (laughs) that movie's uh that movie's questionable. Wait, not, not the, not the entire correct. story. Just the just the the he's rap correct. scene. Just the rap scene. If, Scenically, if, if, yes. yes. If you There's ever a lot of people in the room, yes, yes. What was being yelled at the stage? No, no, no. no, no. It's very different. It was very Jesus. Yes, yes, yeah. No, God no, was being glorified through the words being spoken that night. He's right though. He's right though. And it was my first experience <laughs> with a group of people that paid to be there for hip hop for rap yeah it was like a real hip hop like scene environment it wasn't, it wasn't like because a lot of the yeah, times you know, we're brought Atlanta, out people were flying in right from all over the country normally we're brought out to be a blessing a part of someone's night and sometimes we have incredible groups of people who have fun you know the youth groups are dope and stuff but we've never had people who are like no we're invested just to hear music and that was the first time that i think i've rapped in front of a crowd like that and it was it was special Yep, everybody put their hands up. I was just giving a little bit of context from my eyes, like coming into the room, and then linked up with you guys. Rick was going going ham. He was like, "Dude, this is awesome! Welcome to Holy Smoke Fest!" You know, and just <laughs> be bopping around. Everybody's running after Rick, looking for him. <laughs> Rick's the celebrity in the room, and nah, Aaron was Ra- Rocky Balboa, like pregame, you know, getting ready for his match, and then you guys get up there and. What happened was kind of history, you know, and it was no shade on anybody else that did their verse or anything like that. But you came, you saw, you conquered the cipher. I don't think anybody would debate that. Yeah. Like it was, it was Abel's Go, go on Abel's Instagram and look at the video. Yeah, Proof. Twitter, Instagram, yeah. TikTok. It went, vi- yeah. it went viral on Twitter. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I, well, I think there's a couple of reasons why that happened if we're being technical. Um, but part of me also feels like, literally god just gave me that moment that's part of me feels that way right but also there was you know just so you guys know who are listening there was two artists me and another artist that were on one beat and then the beat switched to another one and the rest of the artists went on that beat and in my opinion the second beat didn't carry the same oomph in my opinion but also you know some of the artists it seems like they chose to uh, rap verses that they previously had to songs that they liked um, versus like writing for a cipher and maybe that kind of contributed to it also being not as powerful you know what i'm saying um because the, the artist who went last he kind of it seems like he wrote for the cipher as well um, but overall i think everyone did a great job yeah, but everybody did great everybody did fine but there was a moment yeah that it was it was very raw and it was very obvious to everybody there oh that dude killed it and yes sure maybe the beat was better Maybe the microphone was less trippy than it was for other artists. Maybe the track was a little bit higher in the sub. Whatever you want to, all those things might have been, you know, Jesus sprinkled dust. You know, part of the <laughs> equation. Fine, 
But there was, it was clearly evident to everybody who was there that, who's that guy? Abel, he's from Philly. Man, he's dope. I want to make sure I know about him. Yeah. Um, and I think what was cool was it validated Michael asking you to be on the cypher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, was like the whole weekend, yeah. right? And I, I wanted to, that's part of it. Like, Michael giving me a chance, I wanted to, I didn't want him to look bad, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, the fact that he, like, I wanted to honor and represent him well. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I think the day we were going to fly out, you pulled up to my house to pick up a suitcase. And he he showed me... Uh, the cypher yeah he showed me the the whole verse he showed me the whole verse in the car and then (laughs) he was like oh but they said 16 i'm like wrap the whole thing bro wrap the whole thing and i did (laughs) i did and i was like you're right it felt right no it was technically a 32 but it felt yeah he felt right he went over but that joint like everybody was invested there was this one girl in the front she was like keep going keep going People were yeah. screaming in the video. I don't know who they were, but yo, they you, was they, you, was, they Rick, was Rick loud. I want to scream. <laughs> Rick said, "Wow!" <laughs> it was great, man. It was great. I mean, every every piece of it just like hit perfectly, and there was a lot of moments where the whole crowd was like, "Oh!" And then you're like, "Oh!" Like the conviction yeah. moments, the like mm. encouraging moments, the hype moments, the bars moments. Yeah, I kind of want to like. It play really it. had. It had all of it. Some of the Honestly, highlights. Jared could probably grab the audio and play it. Yeah, you could throw it. it in. Throw it in the... Here. Here's a little snippet of what happened. Yeah. I mean, you guys should just hear it because it was important to, to hear it. Listen. Look. We was living life. No sight. All dark. We encountered light. We transformed. We all sparked. Now we making hits. Somewhere in the ballpark of road chosen. The flow frozen. I need a parker. Trying to find a balance between Mary and Martha. Do the work. Spend the time. It's getting harder. My time bank precious. I shouldn't have to barter. If I withdraw from distractions, I'd probably get farther. Uh-huh. Look, this all my careers to take flight with suitcase full of baggage. Remember the pack light. I mean, one thing essential and that's Christ. But bunnies instrumental. Don't play with the bagpipes. Love your enemies. I'm not concerned what you do to me. Huh. I don't got ops. I got opportunities. And they all come with struggles, but none of them do to me. I care more about your sight than whether you Google me. Listen, allegedly there's a legend in me that's living dormant. I hit the devil the left was our leader, right was forming. You know the furnace. They thought it was three, but it was forming. It's important that we acknowledge God's power. Enormous. Necessary. He legendary. The pen is scary. I talk to God that I put this beat in a cemetery. I make sure I talk beautifully with a beautiful eulogy. I guess I'm a humble beast. Hey, I'm a young man seeking understanding. I take grace and mercy and I load it in the cannon. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, I shoot it. I'm like, I don't need love. It's a famine. That's the battle of the famine. Oh, right, baby. The price tag in life crazy. I heard you lit, but you ain't being a light lately. But never mind. Talk about that another time. And hey, you'll step aside. I'm trying to get in that legend line. Now, can, can I say, though, one of the best moments for me coming out of it was um, getting to, you know, talk with No Big Deal, John Keith and all them, because we we were we've been we had been hanging out with them for at this point for hours. Right. Like I, I had been around them. They had no idea I even did music. Right. <laughs> Which I prefer it that way. Right. Like I think that, um, you know, like I like that I got to be around them and just be me. Right. So when they found out I did music. 
it wasn't like they had this feeling like the whole time I was with them, I was just trying to get something from them. You know, so I feel like I earned their respect in a different way because mm-hmm. of how that cypher went. Like, bro, I didn't even know you did music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Keith literally said, bro, I didn't even know you rap. <laughs> That's literally when I, as I walked off the stage, that's what he told me. Um, so, you know, I just think it was really cool to the point that I think next time I see those guys, um, you know, it will be, there's there's like a, some sort of relationship there. Um, obviously, we're not best friends. I would never tell people they're my best friends, but um, I think a relationship was started there. Yeah. And that was special for me, you know, because I, I, I value those guys and what they're doing. So yeah. to be a part of that moment with them and to represent Holy Smoke well, like I think that was I, was, I felt really honored to be a part of that, you know? Yeah, and, I, and I'll just say, like, there have not been as many legendary moments in Christian hip-hop captured where the audio actually kind of, like, worked on the video. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those, like, moments where it's like, oh, that's, like, iconic. Like, from every part of the crowd, people were capturing videos of that thing and sharing it out on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. And it was just like, oh, this was like a, a real moment. Yeah. To be like, there was different, though. Yeah, it was to just be like there this was, live, was in the moment, like this was palpable, like what was happening yeah. whenever you're on stage. It was, it was, everybody did great, but it was just, it was legendary. I want them to release because they have, they captured footage and eventually they're going to release their version of it. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I Knowing think them, they're probably working on like a documentary or something. Well, they'll, re- they'll probably release it like, I don't know. The the way they released the last one was like right before the second one. So, so oh, to like promo it and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they hold on to footage and Yeah. So hopefully. Yeah. It was great. It was fantastic. But then that wasn't the end of the weekend. It wasn't. No. You guys continued to have fun, do your bachelor party thing. I got sick, like deathly sick. <laughs> and I ended up missing all of Saturday. Shout out to Mia Vega. Love you in California. But she was in Atlanta, um, and she let me stay at her place while she went to the festival uh, so that I could rest. And I missed the entire festival because I just felt like crap. The whole Saturday. Yeah, I missed you the whole Saturday. You missed the whole Saturday. Yeah, I, I went from the bed to the airport, airplane <laughs> to my house. That was it. That was my Saturday from Atlanta to my bed. I felt so bad, bro. But I I did get to watch some of it like digitally, you know, through guys' stories and through other people who were at Holy Smoke Fest stories, mm-hmm. and I like was super, you know, encouraged to see you guys up there. But you guys got to tell the story Saturday because I had no part of it. You can start. Saturday? You can start, Rick. Uh, sa- Saturday morning, uh, we get there, and there was a uh, some minor things going on, uh, but we managed to finally get in the building. We pretty much got in when the VIPs got in. Uh, yeah. We just were kicking it um, off to the side, I think. But yeah, we uh, just got to connect with a lot of people beforehand, uh, talk to other artists, um, and we just chilled until the superset came on, pretty much. Yeah, but it was a it was a heavy lineup. Like you had Lamar Riddick opened um, three fifty, I think went after they had Miles Minnick, not Clyde. One K, one K. I mean, we'll get to, we'll, we'll get to this. Like, yeah. Once we get to our performance, I just want to say real quick, like a little sidebar. If you're ever going to these festivals, especially if you're an artist listening, like 
finding opportunities to serve while you're there is one of the best ways to connect with people. Like I just was making myself useful. I was just helping. And that was how I had a lot of opportunities. I mean, I'm not saying to to serve with a, a selfish motive, but what I'm saying is like, if you look to serve others, you know, that's the best way to to connect with people and to just to yeah, because to be a part of you know what I'm saying like serving is how a lot of artists got their start. I mean, BYOD had a lot of volunteers, so exactly you know BYOD is build your own dream. Build your, I'm yeah. actually wearing that shirt right now. Shout out Aaron Knight. Shout out Aaron Knight. She's dope, man. So yeah, like I think that I learned that. I'm not saying this was my idea, but like that's advice that other people have given. Like, be a servant. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like if we're, as Christians, that's what we should be. But like, be intentional with serving, and that is a great way to start moving forward in this. You know, if you're an artist trying to move forward, start by going low and serving others. Yep. Uh, but we can continue to to our set yeah i mean we were a part of dj michael v's super set uh so 1k it was like in the it. middle of the day right yeah it was right in the middle um 1k we 1k few went 1K first 1k kicked it off and then i think rg went up on stage with him i think so yeah um they did some stuff off of their two the, birds i think so yeah album and he then, opened with the um i like to move it move it oh yeah, yeah. uh and then um one day one day when right she after. had a whole cheerleader team did a whole dance oh yeah oh she's amazing by the way mm-hmm. one day love her to death her husband like, too he's a cool like, guy i met him both of them cool people like definitely support her music mm-hmm. <laughs> and then was scooty wop after that no it was us it was us right yeah. after one day right yeah, right after one day so let's so, talk about this real quick <laughs> so, so you go first all right so most most folks who listen to Christian hip hop know who Wande is. One K Few. Yep. I'm yep. uh, RG. Yes. So three amazing artists, all on Reach Records. Yes. Uh, to then. <laughs> to then, then. To then, like who? Right. <laughs> who? Yo, yo, my boy Rick Harmony Abel. Who? Yeah. Everybody was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so off the bat, you could tell that. These guys are like respectfully, we're not here to see these guys, right? However, but Michael put it. He was like, "Y'all, I got my boys with me. Shout out Rick Harmony, Abel." He's like, "But they don't know, right? But they don't know." Yeah, it was also you know he did the whole thing. He said Rick's gonna get married, you know. So the the crowd, you know, they they, they, they were, appreciated that. It was an endearing that. moment. It was an endearing moment, but it yeah. was also you could feel like he I said, could he feel, said some corny joke too. But. He did. We're not gonna say it. <laughs> he did. Um. But I could kind of sense that. Oh, it was. This was. I could sense that this. People were giving. They weren't booing us, right? But I could sense (laughs) that it wasn't like. There wasn't that familiarity, which is understandable, right? Like, however, that's not to. That's not to downplay the the gravity of the moment that we were had an opportunity to even do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it still matters that we did it. We did it well. We didn't mess up or anything, but. You could still kind of feel that the crowd was. I, I would say the crowd was still engaged because they afterwards, were. afterwards they were shouting. They don't know. They were, yeah. And then some of some of even even like well known artists came up to us after us and was like, "Yo, y'all killed that joint." Like, yeah, like it was cool. I mean, it, another cool thing like in the little the little section area, they, they had like a little mini gated off area that the artists who are about to perform go up go up to. 
Um, and so Andy Mineo pulled up in there. And if, for you guys listening, Andy Mineo is my, I would say, is my favorite artist, Christian artist for sure. Um, <laughs> so like I had a small interaction with him that was, it was interesting because he, he knows Rick, right? Because Rick, that's a long story short, he knows Rick. Um, but <laughs> Everybody knows Rick. Yeah, everybody knows Rick, right? But But I'm standing in front of Andy. And he just sees that I'm wearing one of the Holy Smoke t-shirts. So he just, he taps me on my shoulder to see what's on the front of it. And I think he asked me something like, what'd you pay for that? And then we just have a small little conversation, but um, it was dope. I didn't really get to meet him, but I got to interact with him. And that's, uh, that was dope for me. Because I want to, I want to, he's the one person I think I want to collaborate with. If you, if you gave, if you asked me to do one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To pick one. So, you know, I think down the line, God willing, you know, God will open a door for that. But it was just for me thinking about like, yo, what is my life right now? I'm, I'm about to go on stage on this festival that is probably one of the most notable, you know, that happens all year. And I just met Andy Minio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, I normally downplay things like that. But as I reflect, it's like, look at what God is doing. I can't I can't let that be a small thing. Like yeah. I have to realize that God is moving and I have to be grateful for it because these are things that we pray for that we you know what I mean like yes. we're we're contending for we're trying to be faithful in the little things for and to to have moments like that like yep. yeah God is good man. It was dope man. It was it was dope, it was dope to, to be a part of that moment like that's a moment that like we can say that we were a part of and like look back at it and be grateful for that moment too like yes not many people are given that opportunity and we were blessed with that right yes so. and who knows what what doors it opens and you know in the future we have right. no idea yeah i think if, as i've been sitting here throughout this entire thing um obviously we've been talking about the connections thing but it's almost like if there's a through line relationship yes creates opportunity um even more so than like raw talent Yes, because I mean, there's a lot of guys, even Philly-based guys, Philly-based guys that we love, that we care a lot about, and have a great deal of respect for, that haven't had the opportunities that you two have had. Yes, and it isn't for a lack of talent, isn't for a lack of trying, isn't for a lack of releasing, you know, projects and getting on the road and doing the hard work and touring. Have done all of those things and still haven't had the opportunities you guys have had, mm-hmm. and a lot less time. And when you boil it down, what is the the difference maker? It's relationship. Yeah. There's a lot of relationships within, right? But even within both of you and the way you guys have had online presence with people and connectivity with people, that Holy Smoke Fest was like an amalgamation of a lot of different connection points all at once. And stewarding relationship well. Because it's one thing to grow up with a guy who ends up going and being like famous in your genre. it's another thing that you've like maintained that friendship regardless of where he ended up or regardless of where you ended up that's irrelevant to both of you as you guys are friends first yep and that's kind of that's what creates the opportunity you know and i think that that's been the story this whole year has been just point you know time after time moment after moment where god's like opening doors based upon relationships that either you guys have or I have or somebody else has. And it's like relationship opened the door for that, you know? So, yeah, man, 
Do you guys do you guys feel like that's fair? Like, is that what you experience? absolutely, bro? Right. That's true. I mean, Rick, the uh, Rick is one of the big reasons I came back to Philly Project the second year. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, honestly, like if we if we want to go real far back, I feel like I was I I I sensed right. Like, I'm not gonna go as far as the Lord said, but maybe He did. Maybe the Holy Spirit was like, "Yo, I need to be connected to Rick in some way." I just felt like I'm supposed to have a relationship with him that I didn't know what it meant. It just felt like I'm supposed to be connected to him for some reason. And I think that, I mean, years later, that was God. You know what I'm saying? Like Rick has been a blessing in my life in I mean, so many different ways. But like this this friendship and this brotherhood is has been more than just music. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we do life together. So um, I think that just God and his wisdom I'm just grateful, man. I prayed to have people around me because I, I, at one point I was confused and unsure if I should do music and I was doing it alone. And one of my prayers, I remember, God, I just want people to do this with. And I might not be where I want to be, but I can say for sure that I have that. Like yeah. God has answered my prayers and and some. Yeah. So um, I'm grateful for, for you, Rick, and for everyone you know what i'm saying like everyone in this community um it is it makes it makes our victories more special because it's not me celebrating alone you know like we're, we're celebrating together what god is doing and um it's just dope man you know what i mean like and michael has become a real friend to me now like i've this year specifically i've i've gotten a lot closer to michael um, and he's, I mean, we play video games almost. We do, yeah. There was, Every but it was, <laughs> it was an organic. Like, I, I love that our relationship was or was organic, is organic. It's not because of who he is. It's not because of obviously not because of who I am. Who, who am I? I'm, I'm, the, I'm nobody. But just like I love him for who he is and his heart. You know what I'm saying? And I've grown to just really appreciate who he is and see how he functions. You know what I'm saying? Behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. He just he keeps it real, and I I I can value that, you know. So yeah, it's good because I I think a big part of you know if we define ripe as anything first and foremost we define it as community. Yes, and we define that internally, and I think like road trips like Holy Smoke Fest or you know even podcast episodes that we are never going to do because they predated Good Soil or you know we just didn't feel like it was as necessary to put a whole episode around it. But so many times we have developed community and relationship on these trips. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I'll, I'll be honest. I was in Houston. I did not want to go to Atlanta to Holy Smoke Fest. Not because I don't like Indie Tribe. Nobody deals with my favorite artist. I, but just from an exhaustion standpoint, traveling from Philly to Houston, getting on another plane, going from Houston to Atlanta. Like, I didn't really want to go. And I felt myself like I was going to wear me down actually i got sick but i didn't go for a festival i went for rick because it was yeah. his party yep like i wasn't there to go see artists and even support you guys as you perform i was like it's rick's bachelor party i need to go and that's just the, that's what it's really about first is like yeah. friendship relationship yeah and yeah i just i see that like relationship is so key <laughs> you know it's the key to us it's also a key to these stories even happening. Um, but I'm just reminded of like time spent with each other is where a lot of that trust has been built. And a lot of that trust is 
exponentially built on the road. You know, like when you get to spend a few days together, like away from home and away from normalcy and away from breaks from each other, like that's where a lot of the connectivity comes from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, it's been so much. There's so much history between us, just the three of us here. We all did ministry before we ever did anything music together. That's facts, too. Like, think of, like that's where it really started. All of us were serving tirelessly Exhausted. for days that were <laughs> so long. But we were serving and, and seeing, you know, teenagers' lives be impacted together. And that's where our relationships really began. So to see, like, God's plan and his wisdom for it, for us to be a part of you know ripe now from where we started i just think that that one of the most special parts about ripe i always thought was um this is an overflow of our relationship versus just be, we're, we're just together because we think we're a talented group of people mm-hmm. like we we had relationships first and then we discovered that we were talented and we discovered that wait a minute there's so many people around us that are gifted this must be god trying to do something Let's take hold of this and and be faithful with what's in front of us. Yep. So I and here it's we are. amazing. Yeah. And we're gonna look back twenty years from now and we're gonna and it's gonna be an even crazier story. Yeah, I think it's just a it's a beautiful thing that we got a chance to uh to be a part of the weekend together. Even though I wasn't really a part of it because I was just sick in a bed. Um I was there vicariously through you guys and I just yeah, I couldn't be more proud of you guys. And I'm thankful that God continues to open doors for both of you because I know that you're developing the character to keep you there when you get there. Amen. You know, and so that's what I'm most proud of in both of you continually is not what songs you make or how well you did on a set. Those things always, there's always room to continue to grow and grow and grow. But the thing that I always come back to is I trust you guys, I trust your character. I trust the way you're going to steward opportunities with young people, especially. Um, and you guys are the best at that, you know. <clears throat> but I look forward to you getting the opportunity to perform for audiences that are there for your music, right? Hip-hop crowds and have moments like what you did over the course of that weekend. Because it was different. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a really special space to be included in and, uh, and rightfully deserved, you know, in my view. Um, but it's also based upon the favor of the Lord. So um, God is good. And I thank you uh, for tuning into this episode. Um, You know, the reality is stories like Holy Smoke Fest in a lot of ways only happen because of the people who are in our corners uh, supporting us and partnering with us, making Ripe Creatives as a ministry possible, which opens some of these doors and creates opportunities for us in our city uh, that makes places like Atlanta say, hey, Let's have those guys be a part of this as well. So um, all of your support helps create stories like like this testimony. And so if you would like to support this podcast, but more importantly, the ministry as a whole, um, you can do that quite simply at ripecreatives.com and just click the give button. Uh, that's the easiest way to partner with us in an ongoing type of way, um, which is what enables us to do the, this ministry and exist as a team and um, build community with others. Um at the timing of at the t- filming of this podcast episode, like our team is literally like 35, 40 strong, um, which is kind of incre- incredible thinking back to whenever it was 
the three of us and three other dudes. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, to see what Ripe has become in the matter of just a couple of years. It's amazing. A lot of artists from a lot of different contexts and backgrounds and even disciplines and skill sets um, all together in one community. And God doing things like this Holy Smoke story for more and more people across our team, I think is it's a beautiful season. Um, but we desperately need the Lord to show up and provide for this thing to continue. So thank you for considering partnering with us. If you want to join our community line, the number is 215-273-3540. You can just text that time is ripe, and we will text you every episode whenever it drops. Um, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. Abel, Rick, Absolutely. anything you want to no, say? Thank you for having us. <laughs> for real, for real. Honored to be here. Um, if you want to check out our music. You can find it at uh, Able A A B L E on all streaming platforms, and then Rick Harmony. Make sure you put an E in the Harmony. H A R M O N E Y. Harmony. Like Harmony. Harmony. Rick Harmony and Able. Yeah, you know you can listen, and then you can tell us if it's if you like it or not. Go listen to the right playlist. You hear everything oh, yeah, by that's us. True. We got a right playlist on Spotify. Check it out. Hey, we have all all the artists are on there. Yeah. Yep. So. And it's only growing from here. Thank it you is. again, guys. And, Appreciate uh, you guys. Until next time, as always, stay right. Hey, life really been better than this lately when I be alone, so I peel away. Not feeding into the other drama, so I check my heart before I hit the stage. Yeah, check my heart before I hit the stage. Get a new perspective and an attitude. Used to be rejected, silly, intercepted. Now we most wanted, no Malibu. It's one old, one thousand.